The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is The Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, The Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is The Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 15, 2023, a new cigar to light up and launch as we plan the succession plan for all companies, even the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Wait a minute, Authority. every company on earth? No, in the cigar industry. Oh, all right. In the cigar industry. Oh, well, that should be easy enough. <laughs> and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I got a shout out. Shout out. Tomorrow is Old Fart Freddy's birthday. It is. His 70th birthday. Oh, really? I never would have guessed he would have lived this long. 70. Based on his lifestyle. But uh, he eats a lot of corn. It is. He eats a lot of corn. Does corn have lectins? Corn is lectin filled and sugar filled. So he is officially old, Fat Freddy. Now it's 70. Would you say 70 is old? I actually can't believe it's only 70. He looks like he's 40. Yeah. Maybe 30s. He looks like he's 70 with 40 years' experience. I saw him yesterday. He looked 90. Really? Really? (laughs) No. (laughs) Old Fat Freddy. Audrey sent me an email this week and said, can you give him a shout-out on the show? Maybe roast him a little bit. Because so. he listens. Sorry, Freddie. He's probably listening right now in the Old Nashville store. Freddy. He's still working. Oh, yeah. Yep. 70. Still happy. Hey, if we're the most listened to podcast, that makes us the number one podcast, right? Most listened to is number one. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Just asking for a friend. For a friend? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, folks, uh, the voice that you're hearing or, or perhaps seeing is the voice of Barry Stein. Uh, I want to say he's not homeless. He is just... A hockey fan. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> no shaving during hockey season. Playoff season. Playoff season. Uh, today is also tax day, April 15th. I know I paid my fair share. If uh-huh. anyone's wondering, holy shit. The accountant says, uh, congratulations. You, had another you set video. a record? I did. Good. It's very painful. But, yeah. Uh, it is paid. It's all set. Although- it's done. You know, when I was selling a lot of stock, I just figured, well, if they got that much, I got a little bit more than that. When you sell it, you pay again. Oh, you pay and pay, pay and yeah. pay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for that, it was probably close to 50% of it went out in tax. Sure. Even if it's post-tax dollars that you bought the stock with? Because well, you got yeah, to pay you capital already, gains. Yeah, you already paid in the capital but you're gains. But you only have to pay tax on... What you made on it. Correct. Correct. Right? But if you're at a startup company, your cost basis <coughs> is almost zero. You might have only paid $0.10 cents a share, and now you're selling it for $120, so virtually all of it is taxable. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It was a lot of money. And you know what's even worse than that? 
when you have a company and then you sell the company, holy shit, can you imagine what that is? Mm-hmm. So if you, that's what we're going to talk about today is the succession plan. Mm-hmm. And with the succession plan also comes lots of tax that goes on to it. So is it yeah. worth it selling it? Is it? But what else do you do when you're getting older? You know, we got you know, Freddie turning 70. I'm right there with him. I'm not far away. I'm eight years away from 70. When is 67? I can collect Social Security, right? Ed Sullivan, you told me? Sure. Jordan, you're collecting it now. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not 62 yet. All right. I have it marked in my calendar what day I need to apply so I can get my money. Six months in advance. Um, I think it's four, four, three or four. Can yeah. I apply now so that it happens when I turn no. sixty-two? No. no, you're not. A, it, there's a window where you're allowed. You do it in the window. Do you know what's worse than all of this? It's six minutes into the show and we've yet to light up. All right. Well, it's a well, little it's, cigar, yeah, so we didn't want to rush it because <laughs> we want to be able to make it through the whole hour with one little three and a half inch cigar that you never saw before. But what do we have here? Uh, today's first cigar is the Rojas Elote Firecracker. Elote means street corn. And it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Rojas Cigars for United Cigars. I heard that was the nickname you gave to your penis years ago. Yes. What, Elote? Yes. Yeah. It sounds little, Elote, <laughs> but it means street corn. But it doesn't it sound like it means little? How appropriate yeah. that Elote. Old Fart Freddy's birthday falls exactly in line with the launch of a corn-based Cigar. Coincidence? Ooh. I think not. <laughs> Absolutely for that reason. The cigar is a Nicaraguan Puro with a Habano wrapper. A single will set you back $7.99, while a box of 16 is $115.99, which comes out to just $7.25 per cigar. That's a savings of about 10% off. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Once they go on Dave sale. is rummaging all he, around his Where is my me, red cutter? He threw me off like lost his red cutter. <laughs> he almost lost his mind. It, it was here. Ed Sullivan, throw a little mute on my mic. I'm going to go get it out of the box. Where- no, I took it out. I did. I absolutely positively did. I absolutely positively maybe, did. Maybe you put it in your pocket? It's not in my pocket. That's what I was. Uh-huh. Who came up here? Leo cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> Megan came over before the show to say hi. Somebody, somebody pat her down. Uh, I don't think she would steal no. Dave's red cutter. Wow. What could have possibly happened to my red cutter? Jonathan, I pulled it out of there this morning. Actually, last night. Are we going to have to cancel the show now? Or? No. I got another cutter over here, but... It's not uh, the red one. No. Whiskey Miser says it sucks getting old. What could have happened to that red cutter? And we don't have videotape going on here. I, we weren't running. I, I would be willing to bet that it's on your desk. It could be. Because you put oh, it. Oh, yeah. You I were here. There. And, yeah. I smoked a cigar earlier today with yeah. you this morning. Yeah. Just instinctively Maybe. grabbed it, put it put in, it in my pocket. pocket. It's not in your pocket now? No. I'm not rummaging around for you. No? You have to Maybe. do it yourself. Uh, well, Megan was up here. She could have took it. You want to check her out? Would you rummage you know, to her pockets? I, I would not. Pino says that Mr. J wants to. more to- scared to touch her than you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pino says Mr. J wants a cavity check. I don't have it. I have my own cutter. Huh. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, it's time to cut us a guy. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal electric tax <laughs> and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality 
tradition and excellence. This excellence. is really throwing you off. Oh my this god! Cutter I've never situation. seen you. I have never so not had shovel. that cutter. I will have it in the next hour. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Go to break. I'm going to find that damn thing. Damn thing. All right. Mm. So the elote firecracker, which uh, means street corn, like you said. All right. So I got right. schmuckers in this. This is Uh-oh. this is not my regular cutter. So I'll, <laughs> I'll put that back in my pocket. This, but it, and this is the craziest thing. But I want you to think. Butted corn. Corn silk. Corn silk. Oh. Get it, Sullivan. Give it to me. All right. You know I nailed it. Did Did you really? I nailed it. Yeah. I don't know. Dave says no. It's too late. I already got the sound effect. A little sweetness to it. This is the the um, sugar and butter oh, corn. Yeah. Kettle sw- corn. Good the, summer sweet corn. The, the, the white and yellow. Yeah, I know the one you mean. It's a good corn. What do they call that sugar and sweet? Sugar and sweet. I think it's a sugar and butter. Sugar and butter? I think so. We're going to light our cigar today with the Intimidator by Vertigo. You know, I'm going to hit the button, and it's probably going to go to Barry. What do you think the odds are? Uh, yeah, probably. Why would it go to me? <laughs> the camera loves you. That's why. This uh, lighter <laughs> features a uh, bendable neck, which turns Barry on. It has four jets with a color-changing flame, <laughs> and those jets are fueled by the patented wow. Vertigo big-ass tank. Two hundred dollars. adjustment at the bottom. Two hundred. All for the low price of twenty-nine no. ninety-nine. I That's thought you mean. were going to light. Barry on fire. I would have. <laughs> like that day you sabotaged his lighter yes. and a flame came flying out of it. I like carrying that lighter around and impresses the ladies. That's what I, I had a little cigar event uh, this weekend and uh, this week. And that's what I should have took. We were outdoors, and that would have been the, the call. It is Whoa. the best golf lighter on the market, hands down. When's the last time you golfed, Barry? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember you going around with me at the golf tournament, but we were just driving and drinking, and <laughs> drinking and driving, drinking and driving, yeah. asking for free cigars. Yes. So uh, this is the the new firecracker that comes out n- n- next a, Monday, a week from Monday, so the twenty fourth at ten a.m. On twoguyscigars.com. So yeah. I'll have them in time for Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Yes, that's the idea of it. And uh, this uh, now is, uh, I don't know how many of them we have here, but uh, 16 years this firecracker thing has been going on. Started in 2007 with the Don Papine firecracker, later the M80 version 1 and 2, an ongoing firecracker that's still available today, the Black Bomb version 1, LFD version 1, Romacraft. How many years ago was that? Five? Seven. Wow. Two, I have an unopened box of those. 2016 huh. was the Roma Craft Jonathan, seven give, years ago. Give you 50 bucks for that box. You have an unopened box of Roma Craft? Unopened box. I have an unopened box of the M80 as well. Whoa. Uh, LFD version two for Tello, LFD three, Mi Carita version one. Pissed off Christoph, Mikorita version two. I have both of those unopened as well. The then it, be, then he, he, it became um, the red, and he made. Uh, tricky tracker. Tricky tracker out of it, yeah. Uh, we do the um, Perdomo version one, Mikorita version three, the Black Bomb version two, Wiseman version one, the Irish Car Bomb, HVC Black Friday, Perdomo version two, Big Poppy. Bandolero, Wiseman version 2, 
St. Patrick's Day firecracker, the Big Poppy version 2, the Roja Street corn that we have here, and we know of the E.P. Carrillo that's coming out for oh, yeah. 4th of July. That's the pledge, right? Yes. So that is all of them, and, and here is the, the new I one. I think you said Bandolero. Next. Did you say yeah, Bandolero? Yeah, I did. Okay. I heard them. Because I got I two of those as well. Huh. We have five more firecrackers planned and in production through 2024. So listen to the after show where we're not going to talk about that at all. I'm just plugging the after show. Here we go. So I, yeah, I have the information on five more that I am not allowed to reveal. I just Uh, heard about one of the five this week. So there we go. And in 2027, I know it's a long way off, is the 20th anniversary of the firecracker. How crazy is this of making some, to me, it's going by so fast um, Are you proud of yourself? You finally had one that hit? I got one that hit. So, which, by the way, I was expecting more of a pow on this one. Usually firecrackers have real, real heavy strength. Um, they're on the chat box. No, nobody has nobody this has but us. Yes, yes. Um, Jonathan, I just had a request on Facebook. Yes, I will flex for you. Have you ever put... Nope, that's the wrong one. Can you guess who? Yeah, it's Nick Miller. He's a piece of shit. Nick Miller. Cigar pulpit. He's not a piece of shit. No, he's he a, is. He, I, he's a wonderful gentleman. No, I got, no, a, I got a not. video of him singing yeah, me too. in a Waffle House. So <laughs> he what, sent me the video at like 1.30 in the morning. It was <laughs> the breakfast time for them. I'm in the middle of sleeping, and here's my phone going off. And I've had the song stuck in my head well, ever and the, since. And the problem is there are lectins in my toast, right? Right. Oh. So he would... But, Jonathan, you like this one as well, don't you? Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I don't understand why people are confused as to why I'm such an angry person. I, I'm... And- me, I start off the day and, and I'm so happy. So me and Ed Sullivan are working on pop tart discussions. We are working on a pop tart thing. We can't tell you yet because we haven't. It may blow away butter on a pop tart. I can relate know. to Jonathan lately. I, I get, I get the anger thing. I'm starting to feel sympathetic to Jonathan. You are in a quiet office with nobody around you. Seriously, you, lonely, you literally get mad angry. because you have to do a little work. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being people call every by people playing pop tart drops. I 100% agree with Jonathan. Wow. That was a tape. <laughs> yeah. No, when I, go, when I go over to the warehouse now, I say, oh, my God, it's so peaceful and quiet. And you're, you're more angry. Yeah, because people have lost common sense. It's not just, it's not all work-related. You know which one doesn't even sound like a drop? The butt plug, I thought was good. <laughs> that yeah. one just sounds so real. See, now I'm happy again. <laughs> Now I'm happy. If it you, goes to somebody Ed Sullivan else. is capable of making me angry and happy. He's at the buttons. He can he's, change he's anything got that all goes on. He can, he's got all of it. Oh, my goodness. The uh, butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that you said that out loud. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about succession plans today. And a succession plan is the process of identifying the critical position within an organization or a company, developing actions, plans for an individual to assume those positions, including complete ownership. Succession plans is a process 
of developing talent to replace key employees when the transition to another role, leave the company, get fired, or retire, or die. Right. So, hit by a bus. What are we going to do if Dave gets hit by a bus? There we go. Uh, it is relevant to all companies, the largest and the smallest. There comes a point where you have to start thinking about it. And this all comes to play because we all, the cigar boom happened, and that was 30-something years ago, 32 years ago, um, the cigar boom. And 32 years ago, a lot of 30-year-old people got into the cigar business. Sure. Hmm. They're all turning 60-something years old right now. Oh, boy. So this is a critical time that's going on in the cigar industry. And you're seeing acquisitions happening. You're seeing people sell out. You're seeing these things happen. Why is it so relevant? It's the timing of what has happened here. Um, one question is, can you hand it over to other family members? It's a, it's a family company. Family owned and operated, you hand it over to the family. And that happens often, usually with subpar results. Yeah. Should you? Well, you got right? you got the Newmans that are pro they're in the Well, oh, we're gonna get into gener- we're gonna right. get into every company and, and go through one by one. Um, so all the manufacturers should be listening because we're gonna tell you what to do. <laughs> uh, as we, as I try to figure out what I should be doing. Yeah, too. you don't know what you're no, gonna do, but because believe me, I hear it from um, the lawyers, the accountants. Uh, I'm, I'm just dealing with the accountant now because we wrapped up last year and stuff, and they say, what's your five-year plan? You're 62. What's your five-year plan? Mm-hmm. 67, I can collect Social Security. I'll be all set then, right? But uh, it's always easier to figure out what other people should do. Yeah. Uh, and I like to have a 10-year plan, and I don't have that either. But every business needs an exit strategy. Family business success can be tricky. Succession can be tricky. That's because many family business owners simply assume their kids want or will take over their business. So you, you say, oh, okay, it's, it, this is it. We're going to end up making the changeover. And the next generation says, I ain't doing that. And there's lots of reasons mm-hmm. for that. On the other extreme, some parents are unwilling to relent, uh, relinquish any control of their business, preventing the younger generation to gain the valuable experience, leading them to lose interest altogether. So have you been preparing for this for years and years coming up to this point? Uh, the other extreme, some parents decide that they're ready to retire and dump the business on the kid's lap, leaving them to try to figure it out on their own. And we know that always goes terrible yeah. when that ends up happening. Sometimes the owner plans uh, is not to uh, get out now, but lawyers, accountants, ad, uh, advisors are pushing them to do so. Uh, I know this firsthand. I, I hear it all the time. I don't want to leave, so just just let that be said. Have, have you have you th- just taken into account maybe they just are sick of dealing with you personally? Yes, it's possible. If I sold it to somebody else, they could be dealing with somebody else and not me that walks out of my own office with the account. Slams the door. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get very upset I mean, in this whole. Do you too. think losing your cutter is an indication that you need somebody Maybe. to be helping could we, you? Could we check him into a facility saying that he's <laughs> he lost his red cutter? Having, it's never happened before. Having a mental <laughs> break cutter. cutter. I'm going to find it during the break. It's very so Biden-esque. Yeah. Today, in and out of the cigar industry, it seems the next generation doesn't want it. Not willing to work as hard as the last generation to build it. Not true. 
They're working hard in another way. And, and Gary V speaks to this often in, in videos where this next generation is the generation of creativity. And this is going to be moving into influence is the next media, not influencers, uh, but ridiculous. influence. He's Dave, wrong. can yeah, you take your likes? Wrong. He's a thousand percent wrong. Can you take your likes to the bank? Right. I, I, I went into the bank for my taxes. And I had to pay all the taxes. I said, I got like thousands of likes. Yeah. Is there anything I can do with that? And they said, absolutely nothing. I said, okay. <laughs> they, they didn't tax and you. And if, comp- if you don't want to work hard for the company, the product, whatever it is, what's it going to be left to influence? Yeah. It's so ridiculous. These kids are spending hours and hours editing their videos and putting out content that's entertaining, that's captivating their audience. Bingo, there, there is a value to that. And, and, you go, and you bring it to the bank, and what happens? You put, they're living in their parents' houses. More kids 30 years old living in their parents' house than ever before. Yeah, you got guys like Mr. Beast, who's, what is he, 24 years old, gr- and he's a billionaire. Of course, there's great people, but there's more. It's going backwards, not forwards. In the chat room, Bingo McTavish says, I love my kids, but I notice this generation has no interest in working hard. Absolutely. Huh. It, take it as a, as a whole group. Of course, individuals. Part of, that too, part of that, too, I believe, has to do with we've lost the village that raises the child because we're so afraid of this uh, molestation that's going to happen, and we're holding our kids in, fencing in the backyards. The kids play with their own, their own sisters and brothers, and that's it. There's no neighborhood block parties anymore. There's no go ride your bike and come back in when the streetlights come on. Did you go woke, though? What? Did you get woke? Raising a village? I don't even yeah. know what the hell yeah. you're talking about. I don't hey, know. This morning, having breakfast at my deck, the neighbors, the kids, they were all playing together. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they weren't hidden in the backyard. So, was that true with Alec Bradley in their company that the children were brought into the family business, but uh, uh, Alec Bradley did not go to the next generation? Maybe. Uh, that Alec Bradley sold to a giant corporation, General Cigar, for $72 million, hmm. a highly successful and profitable company that is operating well and makes lots of money, but maybe the next generation didn't want it, possibly the next generation because they could possibly reap the rewards and everything anyway, so why do it? In some cases, you can pass the business on to the next generation, the succession plan. But unfortunately, in most cases, it's not a succession plan. The plan is the next generation would rather take the inheritance. I didn't have an inheritance to take, so I had to go and work and make it. Uh, Selling the business to a stranger, die and pass the inheritance to the next generation. That is a plan. Uh... A, a lot of people, that's not what they plan, they want the plan to do. You want your company that you built to would you, continue. Would you run Two Guys Smoke Shop differently if your plan was to offload the stores? Sure. Yes. You'd run it differently than you do now. Sure. You, you, you got to start working on the books right yeah. away. For the business, for the, for the amount you sell it for, that's why when I guess if somebody's selling out, it's the actions that they're doing that appear to be like Christian Aroa, before he sold out, I'm like, what is wrong with him? I know how he operated and ran Camacho, and then all of a sudden something changed, and it didn't make any sense to me. I go, this guy lost it. He was so sharp. What the hell is going on? And then it was sold, and I go, oh, my God. I can see it because what you're building now is 
profit, EBITDA, right? So those changes that happen are good for the finance. It's not good for the overall business. He would never do that. He doesn't do it now. Well, because your tax ramifications would be considerably higher. Not just, not not just tax. It's just for the bottom line. Actions that I see Davidoff take seem to me like they're not smart. They must be selling because they're too smart to be acting the way they're acting. They don't go to our trade show. They don't do some of the things they do. It seems like they don't invest into their own company any longer. Why would they do that? Bottom line profit. Mm -hmm. Bottom line profit now times a multiple of whatever it is, and then all of a sudden they get that money. So those actions that happen, it's never how they acted before. It all becomes short-term profit Mm. at that point. You're not spending the money for future growth because – you don't get compensated for that in an acquisition. So you guys can rest can rest because you just saw me sink a half a million into the remodel right. of Nashville. Kind of why I was asking the question. Bad action, right? That would be a bad, bad move because <laughs> let's assume the multiple is 10. I'd get $5 million if I didn't do it <coughs> just for that. Right. So why would I do that? <laughs> so I... I I'm, you don't have to worry. If you see me going through this, and I know Barry was freaking out as this thing even popped up to end up doing it, but the day you see the action start changing, that's how I determine, you know, Alec Bradley was being sold. How, you know, how does that happen? You just see some actions that, that happen like that. Um, the cigar boom began in 1990. Young entrepreneurs got in, built their business, and from the ground up. That was 33 years ago, and it is now a complete business cycle, 33 years. The cycle has happened. They started in business uh, as a 32-year-old. They are retiring at 65. It's 32 years later. It is showtime right now. If somebody is looking to get out and not passing it on to the next generation, we're going to go through it one by one, and then you're going to start looking at this differently. This is where the cigar industry is right now, the bulk of the cigar industry. Look at the industry and imagine if there is a succession plan. What is the succession plan? What might it be? What should it be? But first, let's ask the Don in Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. Don't you think at the end of that he sounds more like Dracula? It started wearing off. Yeah, it became more Dracula at the very end, which I like. Yeah, okay. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Tony writes with respect to tunneling. Hi, guys, and the entertainer, Mr. J. Keep doing what you're all doing. It's most interesting. About tunneling. (laughs) No, this is not a confession, as I'm sure you, Mr. J., would quickly assume. It is the cigar problem and how to best avoid it. When lighting the cigar, I am sure I heard Dave say that you should light the cigar from the middle but I'm not sure that is the best way to go. I just believe that you should start searing the outer edges, and this helps bond the wrapper and binder and therefore hinders tunneling. But I look forward to hearing the Cigar Authority's opinion about it and 
Smoking greetings from the Swedish Tony. A uh, couple of things. One, you must be trained by Nick Perdomo because that's how he teaches people to light cigars. Outside in. Searing the I'm outside wrapper out. to it. Now, yeah. in Dave's case, he talks about starting at the center and aiming the flame up so he's not just scorching the center. He's heating the center and above the 50-yard line all at the same time. Both Rotating. ways. Correct. Both ways are just as effective. The issue you'd have is if you could magically point the flame, a single jet, for example, just in the center, and then once the center's going, start puffing without putting the flame to it, yeah, you're going to have a tunnel at that point. But eventually the cigar would catch up if it's built with any Lito Gomez lights a little corner of the cigar and just goes. So a well-made cigar, it's going to work. And I've done it as an experiment. Uh, It was a show that never aired, but I lit the cigar from one inch in, just hit the wrapper right from the center, and just burned the wrapper, and the cigar eventually caught up. What's the show that would never air? It just was an experiment that I took pictures and documented and never needed it. You always need it. We, we, we've done 700 shows. You got a show that you, you, you can contribute to? Well, that's the one, yeah. 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 So let's do it. Let's do it. It's a show. Sounds like the guy's overthinking it. I was just saving just it in case you died. Well. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I wanted a succession plan. At least one more show. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to scorch it anyway. I got so much to get to on this. I, I did lots of studying and... Uh, Let's let's go to break though. Let's go to break right now, and when we come back, uh, because I, I need to find my cutter. I just, just can't <laughs> wait another second. Uh, there's been seller's remorse, most of which never sold, um, never was told, uh, but others do it anyway because uh, they do not have a succession plan. Uh, let's go through them one by one, and uh, let's go from the uh, back in history to the present, and. Uh, We'll do that when I get back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. 
So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, I am the king of the small gauge cigars, Noel Rojas, from Rojas Cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black and white, West Tampa cigars that's passion with purpose. And, and we're auditioning people for your succession plan because you clearly have Alzheimer's. You lost your coffee so far in the first segment and your cutter. I have them both back. There's a reason for all of it. And uh, Well, Brock Blade says it started with dementia, Dave, and was shading into Maduro, Dave. He was. <laughs> I, I'm such a creature of habit that I do everything always the same. It was thrown off earlier today. Ed Sullivan knows the whole story. Hey. There's reasons. Yes. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so we're, we're good. I don't even think I want to know the reasons, but what, what I will say is that <laughs> Dave's upset because he lost his red Lotus Jaws cutter, and you can get him a Two Guys Cigars for thirty nine ninety nine. and when you have one, you'll realize why he was upset that he didn't have I think his. they're $29.99. What's I, I think it depends on uh, the color combination. Oh, really? I think there are some huh. that are thirty nine ninety nine. And- so there's premium colors? Yeah. Yeah, I remember there were some that were priced differently. Yeah, I like the red one because nobody else has one. I I think we don't even carry that for that purpose. Huh? We have the red. We have red. We have red. No. All right. Don't buy You're the special. Red. Don't Actually, worry. they they why some of them were thirty nine ninety nine? They were going through a price change. Okay. So now they're thirty nine ninety nine. Maybe three years ago they were twenty nine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean you guys second-guess the guy that works on the floor every day that does the price changes yeah. around here? Just checking. All I know is this is my favorite cutter of all. I have a gold and black one that's on my desk, yeah. but this one is for the show. 
Because your favorite color is red. You say it's blue, but it's red. Well, it's the one you're attracted to the color red. Yeah. There's red accents all over the studio. There is. What color did you uh, paint the new lounge? Uh, Red. Red. He bought a $13,000 coffee machine that five experts in coffee and coffee making told him not to buy. Why why did he buy it? Red. A red light on the back. It's the only thing, that that the only reason he bought it, a red light. It's very interesting. You like red. And I like this cigar because I left and I came back and it still was lit. Uh, Even though I do have a lighter here that does work and it's still here. Well, you have the lighter here because I put the lighters out. I don't travel with the lighters. Okay. It has a little bit more strength than the regular street taco line. I know you said it didn't seem strong. Yeah, it's a I'm little stronger than I'm that. I'm halfway but... down, and there's a little bit more of a kick to it. Okay. All right, so we're talking succession L- plan. sriracha sauce added to the taco. Sriracha. Ooh. Let's look at uh, the past of succession plans. Some founders didn't go early. Four out of five entrepreneurs are forced to step down from their post. Most are shocks when investors insist they uh, give up control. Family members or accountants or even lawyers recommend it for the betterment of the business. They're pushed out of office, and they didn't want to leave. Uh, the change in leadership can be particularly damaging when employees uh, that are loyal to the founder oppose it. In the meantime, in the cigar industry, I saw Villazon. That company was sold to General Cigar. Uh, Frank Ineza and Danny Blumenthal, they both went on, went away quietly with their almost $100 million <laughs> when they got bought out in the 90s. $100 that, million in the 90s? In the 90s. Then General Cigar buys Gloria Cubana and Elrico Habano from Ernesto Carrillo. Ernie did not go away quietly. <laughs> he stayed for 10-plus years uh, and then started his own company, which he named E.P. Carrillo, which I find interesting, uh, E.P. Carrillo Brands, calling it the family name. So his plan was to keep it in the family, right, mm-hmm. as opposed to, and again, Ernesto uh, got that business from his father and then ended up selling the company. Uh, so uh, J.R. Cigar uh, sold to Consolidated Cigar. That was Jack Rothman who owned that company, later passed on to Lou Rothman, and he did not pass it down to his family. He sold the company uh, to Consolidated Cigar, now Altadis. Uh, They went, um, again, a little change up that they went from a (coughs) French-Spanish enterprise, now Chinese. Uh, General Cigar, which was the Kalman family, uh, sold off to Scandinavian Tobacco also as he got older in age. Uh, he did not go quietly because that was a corporate takeover that ended up happening to the Cullen family. The Osninger family, they sold CAO, and uh, that was Henry Winterman's then now Scandinavian Tobacco. Osninger family leaves quietly, returns 12 years later. Now, like E. Picurio, it's under their family name. So the idea is to keep it with the family is what it says. Uh, 2009, Christian and Julio, uh, Husto Oro, Julio Oroa mm-hmm. sell the Camacho brand and company to Davidoff. That's why you call him Gusto, because it's easier to keep the two separate. Really, right. <laughs> um, and then he creates the CLE, Christian Louis Oroa, Oroa family name uh, to his company, later taken in an asylum and adding to that. So you can see... 
when the family name comes in, maybe that's the thought. Although Alec Bradley, Alec and Bradley, that gets sold. Just something to think about as we go into the future. Do we think that the family name has that much power that the family would never sell it? Well, after they come out the second time, or is it because the family name, they can come out with it with the family name because it's known already? I don't know. You'll, we'll get into it when we huh. get into the new ones. I'm just going into the past. 2009, Michael Cusano sells the Cusano brand to Davidoff. Uh, Michael never returns. His brother starts C&C cigars for a very short-lived uh, run on the air, but sold to quality importers. So that company was sold also. Uh, neither Cusano, uh, neither Cusano make it back in the business now. It's over 10 years. Uh, cigars International sells to General Cigar. That was Keith Meyer. Uh, he also had a wholesale company called Meyer and Dutch with his name in it. And both companies were sold to General Cigar at that time. Um, Tarano sells the family name. Uh, stops after three generations, sells to General Cigar. Royal Agio Balmoral, 100-year company, uh, sells to General, uh, now Scandinavian Tobacco. Oliva sells to Jay Cortez. That went through two generations and sold to the corporate, uh, Jay Cortez. Thompson Cigars, Bob Franzblau buys it in 1960. We're talking a company that started in 1900. He keeps it for another 40 50, 60 years. Do you himself. think that, I think that the family name is more powerful for the interest of purchasing a company? You'd rather buy someone like Oliva, that's a family legacy name that's, that has two generations. And I think that the consumer is going to continue to buy that rather than if Street Taco sells. That is no name. It's Rojas Cigars, and you're going to buy Rojas Cigars or Street Taco Cigars? Well, the Rojas is more interesting to buy because it's a family name. Room 101 to General and Alec Bradley now to General. So that is the past. Um, What happens, though, is seller's remorse when some of these people sell. Mm -hmm. Seller's remorse is a seller now feeling sadness and regret after selling the business out, uh, especially... If they started from scratch, that's when you see seller's remorse really happen. Emotional uh, to the seller. What is going to happen to their business? Is it going to change? Question mark. Yes, absolutely. It's a fact. It's going to change. That's why it was bought. I know Bob Franzblau, he's the one that sold Thompson. He was 90 years old. He sold Thompson to General and said in his dying days it was the biggest mistake of his life selling it Hmm. at 90 um if you don't uh i don't know what i mean (coughs) there but um so that's buyer's remorse uh, that happens there and um but what do you do you know what's the option at that point of seller's remorse seller's remorse seller's remorse i'm sorry uh, buyer's remorse would be people sorry they bought it. Seller's remorse. You buy a yacht, you hire a private chef, and you go sailing. That's what you do. It's easy for you to say. To an entrepreneur. <coughs> and Some this people is, aren't good at that. Eduardo Fernandez was trying to get a hobby. Right. Get, get go a on a boat. Right. And- he's a perfect example of what, what is he going to do because he's 70 plus now. He's 72, 73 mm-hmm. or whatever. 
a regular person doesn't understand the entrepreneurial, the spirit and mindset of the entrepreneur, which is a very, very different thing. If they sell, they die. Right. That's right. It. So um, that being said, Barry, what is happening with the cigar draft of 2023? So far, we're off to a good start. I think we all assumed last week, except for maybe you, that uh, I was going to win. That Ed Sullivan might be the winner. Yes. Um, well, I gave him all my votes, so yeah. obviously so that's going to put him over. There is one pack outselling everybody else considerably right now. Thank you. Um, but we'll wait until the week to. Do uh, you don't want to say who's? He doesn't want to say because it's not him. It's Ed. He doesn't <coughs> want to skew any future purchases. <coughs> Why? <coughs> Ed's putting us all to shame. All my people continue buying Ed Ed's Sullivan pack. is putting he us put all to shame. All the shame. Get out of town. His is the only one that really stayed true to him. <clears throat> is why we yeah. had to add more inventory to his packs. Yeah, it's probably selling fifty percent more than your pack. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's because <coughs> you didn't stick to your plan. You let the chat box sway you. Well, Ed Sullivan told me. I did the right thing by doing that. Well, he would have done it if it was you're, me. You're in second place. You did the right thing. You can't mm. compete with me. <laughs> Ed's pack is geared toward the geek cigar smoker. Well, and Ed, that is our listener base. Ed's but, pack is geared to Ed. And you're saying <laughs> who's the geek. Much. <laughs> but a lot of people are buying the four packs. Yes. Well, We've had uh, multiple people buy your pack, Ed's pack, my pack. And the free agent pack. <laughs> Skipping over Jonathan's pack. So, Well, because I told them to send their vote to Ed. My people are loyal. They, they follow the instructions. Well, all three of us yeah. got the vote. Yeah. Mm. So we all went up one on you. But they would have take, They would have bought mine, but I said, did, don't buy mine. Did buy anybody buy multiple Ed packs? Yes. Really? But the same person that bought multiple Ed packs also bought multiple your packs. Mm. So two Eds, two Daves. Yes. Really? Well, that's just smart. Well, you you did the math. Yeah, so I was saying to Dave this morning, you, you'd almost be a fool not to buy four packs, right? Because then you get a fifth for free. So basically what you're getting are 50 cigars at a cost of $7.60 each. You, yeah, you and, can't, and you look can't at the, beat that. No. Yeah, <laughs> and look at the cigars. I mean, yeah, everything is there's great. There's no duds there. There's no duds. Yeah, what is it? Ten of the fifty are seventeen dollars or more. Yeah. Even the the shittiest cigar in your pack is in my regular rotation. Yeah. I'm 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 a fan. All right. You got you gotta buy four. As crazy as that is, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? <coughs> Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> <laughs> And Oscar Mayer's iconic Wienermobile is back in the news oh, yeah. with the average wedding cost in the United States at $28,000 for the event. Ooh. Oscar Mayer is allowing couples to say their I do's inside the unique vehicle that will transform into a wedding chapel this weekend in Las Vegas. Wow. And then you're all set for everybody having 
dinner after everybody has hot dogs. There you go. and, yeah. uh, and Stick a wiener in your mouth. And it'll allow the gentleman to give her the foot-long meat sausage before the wedding night. <laughs> that's, that's not only insane, it's asylum. Now, wiener mobiles much more than a foot. I yeah. made about yes. 5000 on my way. Hey, I wonder if we can get the Wiener Mobile to Ooh, the um, New, England. New England Cigar Expo. What, how, how does one do that? I'm assuming we reach out to Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> Baloney. Thanks. My bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. They're not, they're not just hot dogs. They have bologna also. They're the same thing. <laughs> they are not. They are one the is, same thing. One, one is, is small bologna. One is big bologna. No, one is hot and one is cold. And one is lips and assholes and the other one is lips and assholes. That's the same shit. You're not a fan of bologna? No. Now, that doesn't have a lectin it's in not, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not meat. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not meat. You were a poor kid. You ate bologna, no? Uh, no. Hot dogs and bologna? Dave, no. old school fried bologna? Yes. Oh, I had God. a diner. We had it. Oh, it's good, right? Yeah. People- I remember my mom packed me a lunch once with olive loaf, which is bologna with olives in it. Oh. It was just revolting. Yeah. So at the diner, did you get like fried bologna on Wonder Bread and a little I don't mustard? remember, but I know that was part of it. Mm-hmm. That maybe you take it- the edges off the bread, right? I don't know if it was on bread. I think yeah, it might have been it. on there. Yeah, you just possible with the eggs and sure. Yeah, I, th- I think it might have been. I don't remember. Like a bologna Benedict. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Watching I'm his kind of his Alzheimeric <laughs> gears move on that one was just amazing. I sold that business. There was no uh, sadness. Biggest after regret that. of your life? No, it was not. No, no, that wasn't your sandbox. And and I, you know what? I didn't sell another entire business, even the nightclub business. I walked away from. <coughs> we just shut it down. But I did sell some two guy smoke shops along the way of mm-hmm. when I was leaving, and uh, they had to change the name of them and stuff. But anyway, let's go through some of the companies and guess. Will they have, do they have a succession plan, will it, or will it go to the next generation, will it be sold, what is, the, what is the future for, and it's perfect one to start with, Argonosa Leaf, Eduardo Fernandez, he has a son, his son is in the business now, he's doing the, the um, tobacco stuff, That's the, uh, they're a farm, I mean, that, that, they're real tobacco people, they do make cigars also, of course. Uh, they they have the whole. It's a vertically integrated major company. They got the whole shoot, match. but they also have lots of companies. They have uh, cows, right? Cattle, cattle company. They he's got lots and lots of other businesses. Does it go to the next generation? No. Should it go to? The next I say generation? they sell. You say they sell. I saw this at the conspiracy episode at the end. I think they're getting ready, or there might be writings on the wall. That's why uh, HVC went out, Rainier went out on his own. Oh. So I think the writing's on the wall there. All right, everybody. Makes I mean, sense. I think somebody like uh, maybe Terrence can come in and maybe be financed by the... Uh, the- no way. No? Mm-hmm. We're talking billions of dollars, not millions. The guy's going to have to sell it all if he's out, right? Does he? If he's know. got key guys in each spot, maybe he just says, okay, this is what you owe so me the, for the rest of my life. And then the son takes over after that, and it's, and it's owing to him? Maybe. Uh, well, we, we know he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need money. 
And you know what? That's the entrepreneur is the entrepreneur. The kid it's, not necessarily is the entrepreneur. And what are you doing it for? You, the dollar he makes today, he will never spend. Nor will his son. Nor will his grandson. No, right. For Why do it? The entrepreneurs. It's not about. It's not the about money. money to begin with, right? So that has really nothing to do with it. But for the next generation, it does. What, what are you working for? The weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody works for the weekend, right? Yeah, Ed throws it. Not me. Not the entrepreneur. J.C. Newman. So Eric Newman is now the president there. Uh, for all intents and purposes, you see Drew Newman involved that, in it. That's solid. Is that ain't going nowhere? No. Yeah. That's the thing. You can see Drew getting involved in all these projects. and Drew, Drew's been involved since he was 14 years yeah. old. But he went off and went to college, became a lawyer, mm-hmm. opened a law firm in Washington, D.C., yeah. and now he's helping Dad out. But all the revitalization going around – yeah, why would you do it? He's breathing. He's breathing I, life. Why would you be spending money? He's behind that. Right. He's well, you're certainly not big building IBITA. They're spending no. more money than they earn. He's got passion for the product, though. Like the American was yes. driven yeah, so there's by a lot him. going on there. So if they are, they're doing a poor job at, at getting ready to sell. <laughs> uh, Artista, is there, uh, is there a uh, succession plan there? Artista Cigars... The succession plan, I think, has already happened. Ram is doing it. I can see it, and he's very, very passionate about yeah. it. So I went there to look myself just to see what's going on, and they're not going to sell. Um, Atoro Fuente. You had Carlos Fuente just pass not long ago. Carlito is there, but Carlito, again, is my age. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you saw his daughter step down. Um we're talking big, big money. What, what's the succession plan there? It, it almost feels like cigars have become a secondary interest to them. Right. So do they sell to maybe the Newmans? We're back in the conspiracy world. I don't know if the Newmans are rich enough to be able to make that. That's a big buy. You would think, though, as invested as they are that into Tampa, the- they'd be able to get the, the backing. The capital raised. Uh, my father cigars. Pin <coughs> Garcia. He's getting old too. I bet you he's he's pushing seventy at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's but, got his kid in there, and the yeah, the son is doing it, the daughter's yeah, doing it. The, the company succeeded without a focal point in a drawer at events. So I don't think Jaime would need to be out in the forefront. I think they stay as is. Okay, how about Pete Johnson? I think those two companies eventually merge. It's, yeah, it's what makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they've, it's almost like they've merged without it being on paper. I mean, everything that one makes is made by the other. So he doesn't sell like, out? No. Nah. So I would say Pete is the entrepreneur. He started a company, but, and Papine started a company. Mm-hmm. And look at Pete. Happily Again, that all start, go stems to Eduardo Fernandez to begin with, yeah. uh, that set up Papit Garcia to begin mm-hmm. with. So I don't know. I, 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 I you know, does, does their next generation want to take over? I don't know. Rocky Patel, no kids. Mm-hmm. No kids. He's 62 years old himself. Yeah. We're supposed to have a five year and a 10 year plan. 
good companies do. I mean, this, these things are planned so well, well in advance. What, what's the plan? He doesn't need money. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur. There's no doubt about no, it, but there's no children. Nobody to take care of. Maybe he doesn't care. He yeah. just keeps going. And then liquidate at the end of the, the, end of the <coughs> He'll show? He'll be gone. What does he care? Somebody's got to take care of it. This lo- I mean, that's a, that's a big-ass brand. Yep. That has a value. They got to do something. To, to, you and know, it has, I think it has a value because it has his name on it. It doesn't necessarily need to have a face. That, com- that company could exist without him. Of course. There are people that don't realize that Rocky Patel cigars are owned by Rocky Patel. Yes. I, there, as far as I know, there's no succession plan there because I don't know who it would go to. His brother, who's getting up there in age brother, also. Cousin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hoy de Nicaragua. Isn't it young? It, it, it's the young kid that's running it now, right? The son is there. Didn't he have uh, the blend there, the Cinco something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's working I, blends. I don't I don't know if you have La Aurora on you. I have them next, but it's like the two of them are tied together in a degree. You got Hoya de Nicaragua, which is the cigar company in Nicaragua. It started the whole thing. And yeah, then you got La Aurora. You La Aurora. Got- you're talking about a rich guy, yeah. Guillermo Leon. Yeah. Say, that, say that again. He's got to be What's seven. Yes, but you know why he's the head of the company. The brothers wanted to sell, and he's like, "I refuse to sell the the the, the family company." And he bought his brothers out because long, he re- that was a long time ago. Yes, but he's still passionate about it being his family's legacy. And I think his what does he have? He has a he has a daughter from a first marriage, and he has two or three kids from a second marriage that are. Probably right around that age where they're going to be going to university. Um, so I think it stays in the family because. But he's a billionaire. Yeah, but he's so passionate about it. He being is, but he's his 70 family years old. legacy. He's not going to be the one to sell. We're it. just going to overlook the fact that Barry said going to university and not to college. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Because they go to university. We go to college, they yeah. go to university. That's you know, maybe his kids are the ones. His kids are the ones that maybe sell it. But as long as he's alive, well, he's not going to let that company be sold. I guess you're right because you know that they started their own distribution point. Mm-hmm. The last thing you would somebody would be doing. It's like the last thing if I was selling would be remodel the store and spend that kind of money. But I did because I'm not going. So that says to me there is a succession plan because. The last thing you want to end up doing is be forgetting your cut, where your cutter is, and you know, it's just, <laughs> uh, losing your mind basically, and right. then and then uh, still running the company because all you're doing is running into the ground if you if you if you're losing it, right? Dave, once you lose it, we'll still let you go in your office and pretend. Oh you're yeah, running I'll everything. just keep asking you where your cutter is, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Perdomo. It's Nicholas. Nicholas has it right. That kid has a passion. He's driven. And his daughter. And he earned it. So if, if if Nicholas takes the role of the father and his sister takes the role of Janine, it's the, same, it's go. the, it's the same company. And it goes. Um, they have a succession plan, I believe. It's all lined up and ready to go. Um, Miami Cigar lost his son. Dano. Yes. Of the beast, Danny. Yeah. So he has a son-in-law that has been running the show. Yep, and he, it's it's like a son to him. Yeah, obviously nobody could replace that yeah. son, but 
the relationship between Nestor and Jason is like a father and son relationship. So that keeps going? You, you think or, or would it sell? I don't think it sells as long as Nestor and Mariana are alive. Yeah. But all these things, here's the problem. That I know Ed says, yeah, but you're dead. What do you care? Yeah. Because it goes to liquidation after. Right. Well, why would, if I knew Two Guys Smoke Shop going to go to liquidation, I might as well sell it before it goes to liquidation and get more money for the next generation as opposed to, you're going to get less money when it, when it gets liquidated for sure. at the end. There's enough for them. You can't stop working. You'll be dead within a week. That's the problem with it. That's the, why the, you can't even go on vacation. Yeah. You'll be dead within a week. Yeah. Well, Andy, right. Andy almost killed us the last time he tried to go on vacation. I know. Goddamn pandemic. Plague. Yeah. With, with success becomes these problems. I got a lot more to get to, but uh, what's your thought here on the Elote Firecracker available next Monday? Not this Monday coming, next Monday at twoguyscigars.com. Cigar shops across the country are receiving this right now. Look for it, the Elote I, Firecracker I by Rojas. It's a very good one. It's not one of those kick-ass firecrackers. Yes. It, yeah, I this think, is... It's not mild. It's flavorful, but it's not a well, kick-ass. Well, like, like the Perdomo wasn't... A kick-ass firecracker, Correct. but phenomenal blend on This it. is a firecracker that somebody that normal firecrackers are too strong for them. They, this is something that somebody could come into if you like milder cigars, if you like those Connecticut shades. This is one that you could smoke very easily. For the stronger cigar it. smokers, if you like flavor, oh, this delivers. Plenty of flavor. I... I I mean, I'm down to the nub, and there's yeah. no ammonia. There's no bitterness. It it really is very well done. He did a good job. Yep. And since it's asked in the chat room, and I can't type the answer in the chat room due to terms of service, it's uh, seven ninety nine a single box is sixteen one fifteen ninety nine on sale the twenty fourth at Two Guys Cigars. First and only non twenty count box. Yes, this what is. What were a, they rationing? This them? is a sixteen count sixteen count box, right? Sixteen. Yeah, this is some soccer bullshit right here. <laughs> Changing shit up. What the hell happened? It has nothing to do with me, man. This is Oliver Nouveau and and Did he not tell Rojas. them that it's 20 count yeah, boxes? Something went wrong. Something went wrong. But so the 16 in a box, good for uh, the guy buying boxes. He doesn't have to buy all that many or something, right? <laughs> I guess. Or whatever it is. So. I mean, and if it seems like not enough, buy two boxes. Well, what did that conversation look like, though? I mean, it, when the box lands, like, how does Oliver react? Does he throw shit? Well, all the taco, street tacos are 16-count boxes to begin with. Yeah. But so he kept it this thing. Nobody the likes... It was, it was not, it was not very, good on my side, I'll tell you that. Nobody you think they can only count as high as 16? Yes. Nobody right. enjoys a taco there was, more there was than Oliver. accident. He lost four toes when he was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know everything is cut and dry. Do you think except- one of the oxen stepped on his toes it's, and crushed it, them? Wasn't there wasn't there twenty five at one time though? Was a box of twenty five of any there, firecracker? There, there was any firecracker. There was a version of firecracker, I believe, that came in boxes of twenty five. Me too. I think there were twenty five, 20s, and now we have sixteens. Yeah. So. 
So now manufacturers can just pick the number, however many they <laughs> yeah, want. Just pick a number, any <laughs> Dave, number. Dave, Gil's here. I would wave to him, but he can't wave back. Unfinished. Still, he, I think the cast is off, though. It's getting better. It's, it's always got the shoulder thing. He's got a shirt on now, finally. We have to look at his nipples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's getting very distracting. All right. All right. Let's go to break. And when we come back, uh, what about Two Guys Smoke Shop? What about the Cigar Authority? What about David Garofalo? And what about a, a whole bunch of brands that I have here still? Um, is there a succession plan for them? Uh, you think nobody wants to sell out? I don't think they do. I don't think anybody wants to sell out. But this is a, a critical time here in the cigar industry, and we'll get to that when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. 
The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black and white West Tampa cigars, passion with purpose. And we're going to light up the next cigar. What do we have, Barry? Well, today's second cigar is Abuelo. And it's manufactured in Honduras by JRE Tobacco for United Cigars. The size is a 6x52 called the Padre. And it features a Habano wrapper over authentic Cuban seed Corojo grown in Honduras, which also makes up the fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Prime. A single is eleven forty nine. A box of 20 is one ninety five forty nine, which comes out to nine seventy eight per cigar. That's a savings of just over thirty four dollars or fifteen percent off on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Barry, you know what the, the best thing about the abuelo is? It's available in my draft pack. Ah. Look Different size, but the Abuelo is look, a part of it. Look at you. I'm not even going to object to you trying to sell your pack right now. It's All right. Because we know that a certain somebody went past his 60-second allotment last week, mm-hmm. so you deserve more time. Thank so that's you. a reason to skip it, because you already got in the care package. You're never going to get the Mirafell in the care package. So different size, though. <clears throat> Very different it, smoking I feel experience. like this is three to one. Everyone is pushing Ed Sullivan's pack. And he's winning. Well, his is the if best I come pack. in second, I'm going to feel like, see, that's what you're doing. So it's, it's three against one. Don't be angry. And I'm still going to win. I didn't push him. Listen, I just by the end of the show, you're going to forget this ever happened. I have Alfonso. You have Alzheimer's. <laughs> I have Alfonso in the pack. It's not itself. called Alfonso, Dave. Oh, it's Nelson. What? It's no. Alfonso. 
No, it's called Alzheimer's that you have. <laughs> no, no. I have Alfonso <laughs> in my pack. So a lot of grandfathers in the cigar industry, that's what we'll be, we've all become. And uh, we have to think of a succession plan. All of us have to think about it. As, as painful as it is, we have to think about it. So right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo, who has two grandchildren right now. Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. See how nice I did that cut? Because I have my Mm -hmm. correct cutter. The last one, it just didn't feel right. The whole thing was off. (laughs) Well, is that a left-handed cutter you have? It is. Uh, We only sell the right-handed ones (laughs) in red. I got a cold drawer. Elio's Pizza. You have, but while it's years. while it's frozen, you got to scrape off the cheese. Then you flip it over. It's got to still be frozen, or this won't work. But it's and still- you got to cut off the crust. It's so you just, just got sauce. It's just the Elio's Pizza sauce. Frozen, or you cook it? No, no, it's still frozen. You could taste the frostbite. I got slightly dried out molasses. It's not as gooey and sappy. It's You're out of your fucking mind. This is spicy as hell yeah, on the cold drop. I don't got any spice. Mm. You have no taste. All right, let's light her up. We're going to light our cigar today. I don't agree with, with either of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to say, so I said nothing. Because you, you had something to say, and you forgot what it was. No. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Intimidator by Vertigo featuring a uh, bendy neck. So I've officially forgotten more than you've ever learned. Correct. (laughs) Just today. (laughs) Uh, You've got uh, four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Those jets produce a flame that is color-changing, so you never lose it in the sun. It changes to red? Easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. Red, orange, yellow. It's red. This one's (laughs) red, but see, yours is orange. No, it's red. As long as you do it. See, red, red. Red and red. Red. It's all for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Intimidator by Vertigo. That's an unbelievable price for that lighter. It really is. It's the best deal out there. You have mm. to buy that. You can buy it on twoguyscigars.com. It's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go on to lighters. There it is. Go the on to lighters. Go on to, and then there's an option for Vertigo. Click Vertigo, and all the Vertigo lighters are there. And how, how, would, you, how would you get the... Um, Same thing, cutters. Cutter. So click Vertigo. And then all the Vertigo cutters are there. Okay. Oh, my God. This is what called, about the Lotus cutters? Because this well, you is the cl- Lotus Jaws. Uh, excuse me. You would click Lotus. Lotus right. to find Lotus Jaws. There's the team right there. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. What happens when they get old? Well, they have to some... I have had... to be a, there'd be a little Jaws. That, I've had the Vertigo Intimidator in my shop for years, and it still fires every time. I think I've only filled the tank Dave, twice. Dave, right. I think he's already decided on the succession plan. He said it's his shop. Yes, he did. Yeah. So he's My already. wood shop at home. Oh, I thought you meant in this store. No, 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 no. You've spoken about no. how. I think you should sell the whole thing to Barry. We've spoken on the show. That's who about I want to work for. Cashier told you she met the owner of two guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did, did I ever tell that story out? I, I don't know. If you I think, told I'm it pretty on the sure air. you did. Oh, really? So I go into the supermarket and I grab some stuff. Which I, I go grocery shopping every day. So I get to the cashier. And I'm wearing a two-guy shirt, and she says, oh, do you work at two-guy smoke shop? And I said, yes, I do. 
and which is usually what I say. I don't say I own the place or anything like that. Yes, I do. And she says, well, I know the owner. And I said, really? She says, he's in here every day. I'll put a good word in for you. And I said, okay. And I'm leaving the supermarket. I'm coming right to the store then. And I walk in, and, and there he is. Jonathan's already here that day. And well, I the said, owner gets here early. Correct. Yes. That park's so, the furthest away. So I see him, and he's got a smile on his face. And I said, hey, I was just at the supermarket. And he says, oh, okay, because I got a supermarket bag in my in my hand. He said, I said, I, I met the cashier as I was going through. And I Joanne. Looked, and I look at the, his face change. Ooh. That is bullshit. Had, his face changes that moment. I said, wow, we had an interesting discussion. <laughs> and he's got this look on his face like, what's going on? And I said, she knows the owner really good because he's in there every morning. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I didn't say anything. And I said, oh, my God. You never should be ashamed of yourself. I never did that. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's true. The rumor has it she wasn't even that good looking. She wasn't a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she thinks he owns it. Yeah. And he t- whatever. But you're fine with that. Yeah. 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 So what do I do? What do I do? I guess turn it over to Jonathan. He already no, thinks sell he owns it to it. Barry. I want to work for Barry for a couple of weeks. So we talk about the entrepreneurial spirit and how an entrepreneur thinks and how they are. It doesn't make me better or worse than anybody of I'm an entrepreneur, but everybody isn't an entrepreneur. This life isn't for everyone. You make it sound like you're a drug dealer in California. No, I I don't know if you are an entrepreneur. I don't think we have entrepreneurs. I think the closest person would be the VP slash buyer, Ed. He's been here the longest and yeah. stuff, but by him, he's worked for me now 32 years. Yep. An entrepreneur wouldn't work for somebody for 32 years. He, it, it's, it, it, again, this doesn't make him better or worse. It, it's just a different person that would end up being able to or want to play this role. It's not what I always said. This is what I want my daughter to do. Till you start really thinking about it, when it gets time to crunch time, it's time to really start thinking about this stuff. I don't know if I would wish this upon her. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. You operate at a an extremely high level, probably too high, because at a certain point there is a, a diminishing return for the amount of time that you put in on certain things. Somebody could operate at. of your efficiency and not have to work 50% as hard as you do. And they could still be highly successful in the industry. You are uber successful, but you, I've seen you spend 12 hours on something that you could have just paid somebody on five or a hundred bucks and have them bang it out in five minutes. And you spent 12 hours working on it. I know. I know. It's a, you're, you have a sickness where you have to work the amount of hours that you work. You don't have every to. hour. You don't every have hour. to, but you're you are constantly working nonstop. This is an entrepreneur. They work all the time. They work all the time. But somebody could step into your role and do fifty percent of your effort, and so even they, if they, they operate at eighty percent, it's they still could really do zero good. If they were better at it than me, which is delegating, 
a great delegator could run the company. Mm-hmm. All right, Ed Sullivan, step up. You don't think Ed Sullivan is a great delegator, do you? You mean Ed Santa Maria? Ed Santa Maria, no. He's, that's, no. that's his one downfall. Uh, Correct. I'm very good at delegating because I don't like to do anything. Hmm. Ian, listen, <laughs> if, if you were to say all the people that are there, the most person that could do it is probably Ed Sullivan. Oh, yeah, without question. Yeah, but I don't, don't I want, to. want to. I'm He's very out. tired. And he has the money to do it, too. And, and we're basically but, the same, same age. age. <laughs> right, right. So that's where that's the problem is. Not much of a succession and, plan. And they, it seems like they're not making them anymore. They're not making entrepreneurs anymore. They're out there. Diff- they're out there. They're out there. But do they want to get into the cigar business? No, they want to make YouTube videos. Yes. Well, that's the that, that's another. Well, you do part some of, of that problem. too. All right. It's time for the poll question of the week. Brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And we started with a field of sixteen cigar companies. We whittled our way down to the final four, and it is time to reveal the championship matchup. Oh boy! We had Padron go up against Aladino. And this one went back and forth until yesterday when the last vote came in, putting Aladino over the top. What? Get the winning, fuck out of here. Winning with 50.4% of so the vote. So one vote? Yes. Whew. And then in the other matchup was Perdomo and Romacraft. And uh, one led all the way from the very first vote, but it never became a runaway. And uh, Perdomo won with 51.3% of the vote, putting Perdomo versus Aladino wow. in the final. Wow. Interesting. How, how much was what was the first one? How close was that? was one point away. One vote. Wow. And the uh, Perdomo-Romacraft was three votes. You know what's bad about next week? Romacraft is here. Oh, yeah. no. And if he loses... He loses on the show. Well, he's not. He's yeah, lost he already. already. Lost. Oh, that's good then. <laughs> it's Roma, It's Aladino versus Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. not only did you forget that, but you forgot how to pick Ash up <laughs> off the counter, <laughs> and you made another mess. Um, What's going on? And I'm in the process of making the final vote live. Oh, that would have been bad if they were in and then they lost. So if yeah. you're listening, give me five minutes. Dave. But uh, Skip knew about the vote from the beginning because, you know, Skip's a fan of it and like, Showed him the matchup, or he saw the matchup. Okay. And uh, he, he lost in the round he thought he would lose in. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Hey, Dave, Whiskey Miser says you can sell to CI, but we talked about that, and it's not really viable, right? Yeah. I, then it becomes, I don't want to. Well, I mean, that's an interesting part of it. Do you have any responsibility not to sell to the evil empire? Right. It's a it's a conundrum. Let me ask you this. Do what about the cigar authority? Is that a sellable asset? Nope. I don't think so. Unsellable. Unsellable. You know, I this is really the success of the show is based on the personalities plus a lot of hard work. But n- there's no one person I could step out and somebody steps in, the new guy that buys it, and plays the role of me. Or one Dynamic would change. I don't think you could be replaced from within. 
Like if you stepped out, the three of us, I don't know. No, the think, next guy. Right. Somebody else would have to jump into your position yes. because Jonathan's not a lead guy. He's great in the second chair. I'm the comic relief that falls flat half the time. And Ed is Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, that's right. But there's nobody to lead the panel. Right, so if it's got to be the out. guy to buy. So if somebody thinks they're the lead, they're going to buy the company and own the show. No, it's not not going to work. There's somebody out there. Hmm. You looking to sell? No, but as opposed, to, like we always talk about what we're going to stop doing the show. Let's you assume we're going to get. The, you talk about that. See, <laughs> Barry might be off after this week. Not this week. Mm. If you want the summer off, it's close. <laughs> I'm going to take a couple of Saturdays off in the summer. So, maybe July. <laughs> so, uh, say we're all starting to feel like that, that or some of us right. are starting to feel like that. Let's shut it down. Well, before you shut it down, don't you see if somebody wants to buy it? Sure. Yeah, imagine if it was a whole new like group of four. That, that came in. They, that would be crazy. Really? Well, like but Bizarro they, Seinfeld. Yeah, but they well, would they would at least have already the listenership and day one that have them all. Maybe they start dropping off. R- or maybe Ripley they, fan one says uh, we got let let Nick Miller take it. They already go. do our <laughs> show. <laughs> Nick Miller. Nick can, Miller. They already have uh, Nick most Miller of our and show. and uh, Tweedledum Dumber. And I Megan. think I think they broke ass hoes though. Yeah, you're not gonna get paid. Right, they always say they don't have any money and stuff. Right. So that's not good. I want a, some rich guy or something to come in and. Whiskey Miser says Jay could be replaced with Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know who that is. Me either. Tranny in a can. Bud Light. Oh, the Bud Light guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's not been good for their stock, right? Their stock's dropped or whatever. Um, all right, where am I? Scooter says Pam should take the whole thing. Pam? Yep. Pam, she's not here today, but Pam, Pam's jumped in. Mm-hmm. For, um, April Fool's is already gone, but wouldn't that be interesting to on April Fool's Day? Just all have four of us, panel. yeah, well, and and everybody just talk like nothing ever happened, <laughs> and everybody just take it. And then you know somebody whoa. calls himself Dave, Jonathan, whatever, takes the role. Of course, that would be uh, Megan. I'm nominating you to be the new Mister Jonathan, given your placement at the meatball competition. You know he. You're right for the picking there. Of course, um, I guess it would be an anniversary show if it's April Fool's Day. Uh, that'd be the problem, right? Yeah. But so it, it might be, be better. It has to be a skinny Dave, a fat Jonathan, <laughs> yeah. a skinny Barry, a young producer. The replacement episode, and we're all replaced with somebody different. We're sitting in the audience, cutting the thing. I, the whole thing happens the same I like way. It. A replacement episode. We got to find our four characters yeah. to play us actors. I don't care, mm. right? Could, like could it be, be a replacement by, act? You, got, you could you be got, played by Bruce Willis, given the two of you have the same memory capacity. Tony V and three other comedians. They, they, the show can't be better than us, Because <laughs> <laughs> then we're ruined. Can't get real pros, I guess, or whatever. Um, all right, I want to mention uh, the Father and Son Cigar Dinner coming up uh, because there are tickets still available. Father, the annual Father and Son slash Daughter Cigar Dinner will this year will play, be placing Under the Stars at the Phoenician Restaurant in Haverhill, Massachusetts. It's Saturday, June 17, 2023, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, special guest, the godfather of boutique cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, will be here with his daughter, Lissette. 
Uh, they are the owners of E.P. Carrillo Cigars. They are the owners of it. So the succession plan has already happened. She is one of in. the owners, yeah. right? I, I don't know if Ernesto is is a third owner. Yeah, son? His son was part of her for a while, and then I think the son got out. And I don't know if he went back he in. He did go back in, but okay. uh, I don't know what role he is playing there. But the evening is going to include two E.P. Carrillo cigars, hors d'oeuvres, Heavy hors d'oeuvres or regular no. Regular hors d'oeuvres, garden salad, baked stuffed jumbo shrimp, and roast tenderloin of beef, roasted red bliss potatoes, vegetables, and for dessert, baked Alaska. I get nervous when something is of beef. Of beef, yeah. It's of beef. Ernie did one of the greatest things uh, a cigar manufacturer has done for me and some other bloggers. It was the first year we were out at the trade show. A bunch of us are out for lunch in New Orleans, and he's sitting with his daughter, his son, I think a couple of customers of his. We didn't go over to say hello. We just gave a nod. He sent over a round of beers for the whole table. There we go. So, true gentleman. There we go. Um, $95 a person, advanced tickets only while they last, and we have Zach King and his band is playing jazz because uh, Ernesto before he was in the cigar business, was a professional jazz drummer. Hmm. And uh, maybe he will jump in and play a couple songs. A lot of drummers in the cigar business. Yes, and they play at a different beat of their drum, however it says. (laughs) Now, if you take a a Kiwi, and and picking Kiwis... Somebody from New Zealand? There's a little bit of skill. Because if they're too hard, they're bitter. Mm. If they're too soft, they're sweet. Do they become softer if you keep them for a while? Yes, they okay. get softer and sweeter. Try much putting like them a banana. in a, a paper bag. Yeah, like an avocado. But mm-hmm. yeah, you get the you get the furry skin off. This doesn't taste like the furry so skin. So you of the would kiwi. buy it hotter to begin with because you most know. likely. Yeah. And okay. then you it gets to that perfect spot of the balance between sweet and spicy, uh, sweet and um, bitter, and you add a little bit of white pepper to it, and that's the abuelo. It's the kiwi. I'm not, I'm not a I'm, a regular on a kiwi. I, I've had it, but I can't even remember what a kiwi is. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. It's Bill Burr. I know who that is. He doesn't think you're really tasting these things. <laughs> well, I am. Yeah? It's a spicy kiwi. I can't disagree with you because I can't even remember what kiwi tastes like. Well, kiwi has sometimes a bitter taste and sometimes a sweet taste, but I, I want you to get right in the, the sweet spot. Why do I think I have a kiwi in a drink? Is there drinks that have kiwi? That's where I think I've had a kiwi. The only place. Just as a garnish. As a garnish. Like a Hendrix and I kiwi. A kiwi was a brand of shoe polish. It is. Yeah. That's old school. And yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, back in the day, right? Okay, let's take a break. We come back. The confessional. Three emails to get to a prize to give away. And uh, some more succession plans uh, in the cigar industry. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United (laughs) Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's Drew 
www.diplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Rick Rodriguez from West Tampa Tobacco Company. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and that is Rick Rodriguez, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White, West Tampa Cigars, Passion with Purpose. So uh, they are coming to the New England Cigar Expo. Uh, we got uh, maybe next week uh, on the after show. We'll we'll talk about that expo. Um, right. Oh no, we have um, 
Skip, Skip Martin, which we have to talk about. Um, I'm going to let him yeah. do it because that's his thing. So we'll take that to the to the and following week. It looks like Rick's working on a succession plan. His daughter's very yes. involved now. Yes, uh, because he's 60 years old himself. Mm-hmm. Starting the business, so why should I even be thinking of it? He's starting a business at right. sixty. I He's even think of this. I'm only thinking it because the accounts and stuff. Well, and everybody in your family died at your age. So yeah, you yeah, know, or oh, before. All right, that's yeah. a bright thought. It is. It is. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> you're still passionate about it. As long as you still got your passion about it, that that's yeah. I don't want ninety percent of it. You don't want to. You don't want to leave a burden for them. And you know, there's a lot of so many moving parts. Yeah, I've created this mess, but three stores, online, United, the Cigar Authority, um, now the Expo that's going on, and believe me, i got a couple of things in the can. It's going to be like i got this whole new thing that's coming out. It's crazy. Well, not to uh, mention you got fat fingers. If you glove your country, you should it. get yourself Jonathan, some fat Charlie fingers. Charlie Pateras has a question. I think it's directed to you. He says a kiwi is a flightless bird. If he cooks it without the bone, is it considered fried? Ah, and is it fruit still? Is it still a fruit if you cook the kiwi bird? <laughs> is that a fruit? And, and you can't eat it anyway. It's got seeds and it's sugar, right? Uh, kiwis are very good for you. Yeah. A lot of things are High very good for C. you. They're you, low on the glycemic index. But they have... Seeds and, the, and, and they and, are and they're elected. They are filled <laughs> with glucose rather than fructose, which is much less stress on your liver. Yeah, your liver has to convert fructose into it's glucose. It's still not good. Doctor no, Grumpy wouldn't <laughs> smoke. Grumpy, actually, kiwi is one of the Gundry's top six okay. natural lectin blocking foods. Thank you. Blocks the lectin that you should consume more of, including okra, crustaceans, bladder rack. Pig's feet. Second time you've questioned me on the show, and the second time you've had egg on your face. Which eggs are, by the way, very good for you. No, Dr. Grumpy doesn't like eggs. (laughs) It's not true. It is. It's not true. did a whole thing on it. I listened to it. They've got to be passionate. Bingo says Mr. J knows fruits. Yes, he does. As long as you glove me. Well, you bring bring up the the gloves and the uh, fat fingers. They are still available. Uh, they have screeched down to a slow handful of uh, <laughs> handful that yeah, have been selling. Of the late. third promo is going to get people. All right, right? so so you're going to play a video now. Bring me that higher glove. Yeah. <laughs> hey, David Garofalo for Fat Fingers Cigars. We have some left. We have Fat Fingers. You get five cigars in each glove. This is how they come. This is with the cigars inside. The cigars are actually inside. The glove here, see? And it here fits like a glove. And it fits like a glove, but it also resembles my fat fingers. So it was modeled after it. This is with the cigars in it. This is with my hands in it. A it's perfect the same match. Thing. $59.99 for a single glove. That's for Michael Jackson. Hee hee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the whole pair of gloves, which is $100. $100. Bucks. But we're going to up the deal. Yeah. You know what? If you buy two pairs of gloves, that's 20 fat finger cigars. We're going to throw in the Cigar Authority cowbell and free shipping. So, if you want fat fingers, come get them. Two, Cigar Two. That's twoguyscigars.com. The number two, guyscigars.com for fat finger cigars. So get them. You have a $3,000 editing program on your computer and you left that in? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> That's the phone number, Two Cigar 2, right? 888-2-CIGAR-2, baby. 888-2-CIGAR-2. And I, I brought back the old OG cowbell because this is the one we're giving away with, with the fat fingers. Brock Blades wants to know, why does he torture himself by watching this? <laughs> And that's another thing that happens with age. You, you don't give a shit anymore, yep. right? That, why would you leave that in there and edit it? You made a mistake. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. People I make, make mistakes. mistakes. I make mistakes. Well, speaking of mistakes, I got a confessional here that is, uh, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the confessional. It's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And we've never had an email about attempted murder. Oh, oh boy. boy. We still haven't. This has nothing to do with <laughs> that. Uh, confessional dick move. Dear Mr. J and Cigar Authority, I'm coming to you today to confess my sins. I was meeting a friend at a local cigar lounge to enjoy a cigar. I was on time. I picked out my cigar and began to enjoy it while I awaited my friend's arrival. Once my friend got there, he picked out his cigar and a drink came back to the lounge where I was sitting, playing on my phone. He sat his cigar on the rim of the ashtray, unlit, and went to use the bathroom. Me not paying attention because of being on the phone, I reached down, I picked up a cigar and put it in my mouth and quickly realized it was not lit. It was his. I wiped it off as quick as I could, sat back down, and did not say a word once he came back to cut and light. I couldn't help but laughing on the inside as he stuck it in his mouth, and for this, I am so very sorry. Put the wrong cigar in your mouth. We've all done it. I've done it. But I say it. I had a Bandolero Audaces that I aged for over a year. It was my last one. I brought it in. I cut it. And I must have just had it in my mouth enjoying the cold draw with all that cedar for 25 minutes. And I finally get it lit. I take a couple of puffs. I set it in the ashtray. I wait on a customer. I come back. And our boy Larry Labadini is smoking my audaces with over a year of age on it and i'm like what the hell are you doing he goes i'll buy you another one i go you can't that one's priceless yeah. it's, it's the last one that i aged for all this time let's have a little bit of penance not for you jonathan but for the submitter oh for the lo- who and what who does that for your penance smoke two churchills three robustos all saint cigars this week it's five cigars he has to smoke this week. Yeah. All Saints. That's not a bad it. thing. No, it's not bad. No. So upcoming shows. Uh, next week, we have Skip Martin, Mike Rosales coming in live. Uh, they are Roma Craft cigars, and we will be launching a brand new Roma Craft cigar. Um, but you have to be, you have to be at the, t- you're not going to be able to buy it. No, but it's going to become a regular production yeah. cigar. So we'll smoke it, but you can't buy it. They're very it. limited quantities. He said he may not even have the bands done. Right, yet. 
We will have it at the uh, grand opening of the Two Guys Nashua uh, Lounge. Everybody will get to have smoke it there, but unfortunately, that's it. But we'll find more about them. We're going to talk about what do manufacturers talk to each other about. The following week, we have 50 yes or no questions for cigar manufacturers. So we have two cigar manufacturers. We have uh, Guillet from Yaya going to be here and Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. And we're going to give them 50 questions, all of which I have not written yet at all. Right. right. Can I encourage you to maybe go fewer than 50? Okay. Maybe. Well, 50. Yes or no. If you spend... But are you going to have any follow-up, or are you just going to run through? Yeah, I'm sure. It? Well, given the, the fact that the two of them do not speak English as their first language, right. I think yes or no is probably going to be the easiest way they, to get through the interview. They speak English perfect, better better than me, if that's that not the That is not saying that's not a Yeah, Dave, I think you're going to be good with 25 questions. All right, we'll see we we'll still get. got all the other stuff for a but show. We, we need I, – I didn't even do any questions yet, so can I help – can you guys all send me 10 each? Circumcised, yes or no? Boom. Cigar manufacturers. We want to know if, they, if they're circumcised. I mean, is that You're is the that only part person who wants to know about their junk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't want to know. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something came up, the, by the way, this week on um, <laughs> the yellow ribbon thing. Huh. Something came up with your yellow ribbon story. Okay. What was it? Maybe I heard it on something. Huh. Oh, you know, I heard it on Cigar Pulpit. Oh, really? It was brought up. They have a yellow ribbon now? No, they were, they, um, I, I think Nick, something was brought up about the yellow ribbon, and then Nick said, oh, Mr. Jonathan, and then Gator didn't know. The story of it. Oh no! Oh great! Yeah, I'm behind on I'm behind on their podcast, admittedly. So I'm going to have to go back. And yeah, listen. yeah. There's something something going yeah, catch on. Catch up. Um, but uh, that'll be it. And then um, the May care packages go out. May care packages. May ready? care packages will go out uh, the 21st to the 22nd. All right. And if uh, you're not part of the uh, Cigar Authority care package, what the hell are you doing? Actually, based upon the date, they're going to ship on the 24th. Yeah. Get in if you if you if you want in. Get in now. You go to go to the cigarauthority.com and you'll see it there and uh, click on it. And if you want to be part of it, you can be part of it, um, and that's how you do that. So actually, twenty uh, fourth is Street Taco Day, so they're actually gonna. I mean, Elote Day, so they're gonna ship the twenty fifth. All right, twenty fifth. <laughs> All right, it's time to give away a prize. This week's email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Romeo and Julieta Cigars. This week's prize is a cigar holder a butterfly cutter, a jet lighter, and a backpack. And go. the last week for this prize. All for the low price of submitting a somewhat decent email. That's the bar. Somewhat decent. Wow, somewhat decent. I'm not expecting a lot. All right. David writes through the Contact Us page of the thecigarauthority.com. Dear Mr. J and Cigar Authority, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Right away, I will say congratulations for all of the years you guys have put in and being the number one cigar yeah, podcast in the world. Great. I was listening to the anniversary episode and one thing stands true about years past. <coughs> when Barry is wrong, he still claims he's right. You, Absolutely. Mr. J, are full of useless knowledge, but in a good way. Dave butchers pretty much every English word known to man and Ed, well, I thought Ed Sullivan died in 1974. Nonetheless... That's original. Dave was talking about how many episodes y'all had made and how many hours it would take to listen. I have listened since 2017 and have gone back to listen to some past episodes, but 
Have you ever considered going back to the beginning and picking some of your favorite episodes and doing a modern-day reboot or rebroadcast of them to fit into the current times? Just a thought. Oh, and this email contains no lectin, so it's safe to consume on air if cooked to a proper temperature. There's some great old shows with great guests Mm -hmm. that were not listened to all that much because we didn't have a big audience and stuff. So the thing is... Ed would have some work to do because you would have to insert advertisers. What? No, no. no. We would redo it redo live it. like we do, but we would just take the show topic and do an updated 2.0 version of right. it. Oh, so, oh, I thought really play, but no. you know, you, you, we're interviewing uh, Jose Orlando Padron. We can't bring him back because he passed away, but that uh-huh. show would be great. Yeah, so maybe you don't pick the one with dead people in it. Mm. Ed Sullivan, you make such a great point. Just How do you think of this stuff off the top of your head? I don't know. But I, I'll bring them back old shows that are already done. Then we can never we can never end because we have so much and play repeats. Like, I love Lucy episodes that only end once and then all of a sudden it's, it's not, on. It's not TV. Yeah. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. The subject line is, Barry will love me. Gentlemen, fat chance. Please let me help you with the next draft. Very, very fat (laughs) episode or anything similar. I don't know if you guys use Teams, but if not, you could use Gmail Sheets for free. The purpose of this would to have the sheet of cigars shared between all who need it, as well as let you know to see the updates on the sheet live. When creating a draft sheet where each item has assigned a letter, blah, blah, blah. You got this Teams thing, Barry. Uh, this will make it easier for Barry to stay on top of the cigars selected, and it will allow you to place your salary cap and automatically deduct the cost of the cigar from the cap total, allowing you all to easily see what you have left. This will also make it easier for Ed to show the current standings of everyone's selection. Sorry, Ed. And allow Ed's S down in the war room to see what's been chosen in real time. Signed, Tom. So Jesse Trimble on MeWe created the spreadsheet to use for future drafts. So that's ready to go if we ever want to use it. Really, we do. So these two people were thinking alike, mm-hmm. but not realizing it. All right. So you have it? I have it. So next year? So we- next year I could cut and paste it. It'll give a running total. I won't have to do bad math on top of my head because the draft pack actually came out to 111.50, not 131.50. Okay. Um, so also, will it show something's been taken? Yes. Really? Yeah, because we'll take it off the top where they're all bracketed, and it will put it to the team that took it on the bottom. And you can sync in with Ed Sullivan on this, so this will be part of the vid. Yeah, the- we can put it up on 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 Google uh, that he'll have access to it, mm-hmm. and we could show it live. And if Ed's it's, in the it's office, difficult pick of the pack, to but, see with that many things yes. on the screen. So but it would make it would make the job easier for me and Ed Santa Maria, who is back at the office. So maybe so, not so ideal for being thrown up on the screen, it's but a lot certainly. harder for Ed Sullivan. But it would be no, easier for uh, no? it's not hard. I'm just saying that the type will much, be very very small. It would be like putting this piece of paper up there and having you read it. Right. However, the people who are watching can just go into the same sheet and see it. Whatever. I'm not following this at all, but it's, it's, it's something that could be done with a little bit of work. 
Not crazy work. Yeah, though. a little bit. I mean, hopefully we'll forget about it by next <laughs> year. <laughs> I mean, Dave will. <laughs> Dave will. Following. No, <laughs> let's make it better if we can make it better. And that is the entrepreneurial thing of make it better if you can make it better, right? Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. And Nicholas writes, Is I'm it the here- Nicholas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here to defend Dave. Thank you. Huh. Okay. <laughs> this is not going to go well for you, Dave. So I know people are going to say I'm kissing ass, but whatever. Get I'm going to defend Dave, and I'm going to give him some suggestions on dealing with Barry, uh, with this Barry problem anyway. Hmm. So the world seems to want to pick on Dave for his grotesque fingers. Let me tell you something. He's got so many other problems, he doesn't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> this guy participated in some degenerate type <coughs> behavior by having intercourse with a cigar-smoking goat at cigar camp. He knows a lot about you. What the hell are you talking about? And to think he's worried about his fingers? What the hell are you talking about? This guy gets his fashion sense from a goodwill bin. And to top it off, this guy still lives with his mother. After all that you do, really, you really think Dave worries about his circus freak fingers? The answer is no. See, Dave, I got your back. And as for Barry, this guy is the king of complaining about people complaining. And he has the nerve to complain about working on Saturdays. Here's how you teach him a lesson. Every time homeboy complains, you make him dance with Mr. Jonathan. On the show, on camera... Right in the middle of the studio. One dance. No funny business. Just a couple of twirls around the dance floor. You could probably get a sponsor for it and everything. If that doesn't work, send him to the minor leagues. Make him work on that low-rent Ashholes podcast. Sit him right next to the drip you got hosting that show. Wait, that's you. Wow. Uh, I, no I, disrespect, but I just Phil ain't idea. exactly Mr. Excitement. <laughs> I don't know who Phil is. I just got an idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> Anyways... Uh, that's Nicholas. Barry doesn't want to work on Saturday. He can do the Ashholes. Huh. Just in the summer. No, forever. Mm. You got to pick a show, man. Once and for all. Mm. Mm. I think it's worthy of discussion. It is. So, you didn't even read this whole email and you like it the best? There's one line left. Anyway, Dave, you're welcome for the compliments and you're welcome for the Barry suggestion. Signed, Nicholas from Providence. So the reboot, David does the, the David mentions the reboot, which is an interesting thing. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it as can we take some old shows and bring them back? And I like that idea. Uh, Barry will love me. Uh, that was improving the um, draft, 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 which was good. This one is joking around or something, but I don't see uh, any. It, I mean, he's got you, you dead I'd rights say, on the goat uh, and the uh, cigar. What's camp. the goat? No, it was. <laughs> what's the, the way, goat? It was Jesse. <laughs> Pischiota that sent me the spreadsheet, not tremble. Okay. You told some story about cigar camp, and I don't, I think there was something about a a goat ate uh, the cigar and got sick. (laughs) All right. So you would. And I think it was a donkey. I'm positive it was a donkey. He got a little confused, but it's basically. It was animal abuse. You fed a friggin' animal a cigar and it got sick. threw up. It's a little bestiality. Nicholas won't stand for it. So Rudy says that. TCA needs me more than Ashholes do. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Barry will love me, the guy that said how to improve the um, Yeah, I'm going to go draft. with that guy too. Improve the draft. 
that comes Although down to you, Ed Sullivan. Whoever the guy was that really created the thing should get the freaking prize, but mm. we'll give it to the guy that mentioned it. Or it's up to you. It's hard for me to say. Yeah, I do get to pick here. Is there any truth to the goat thing, Dave? No. Well, there was bestiality with stuff. It was a, it was a donkey, and I gave him a cigar. Weren't you there? I think you were there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. You were there. Make him culpable. <laughs> It was 30 years ago. Yeah, it's hard to remember. We're old now. Yes. Maybe there was a goat. No. No. I don't even remember. There was a donkey. That was it. Goats can eat poison ivy. They're not getting sick on a cigar. And there was um, geese. There was a lot of geese. And there was was a dudes goosing each other. I'm going with the goat. All right. Nicholas. All right, Nicholas gets it. Nailed Nicholas it. gets it. Okay, the after show. The after show, what, what do you got on the topic here? The after show is going to be uh, a <sighs> scenario or story that could never have happened if it weren't for cigars. And it, it'll be each of us telling a couple of stories of something that is that has to do with cigars that never could have happened if it weren't for cigars. Here's the story. Oh, no, that's mm. different. And this classic three ways brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. It's Sullivan? Yeah, Bingo says nothing reminds him of Cuba more than the Old West. Yes, absolutely. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, April 15th. Ed Sullivan, you're the champ? Yeah, is April 15th today? It is. All right. Tax day. Day before Old Fire Freddy's birthday. Born today, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, I thought you were going to go with DiCaprio. I knew that Leonardo one. from Vinci, Italian painter, draftsman, sculpture, architect, engineer, whose skills and intelligence perhaps more than any other figure in history. It was a long time ago. It was. I don't even know what century to put him wow. in. Um, 1427. 1427. 1401. 1401. 1514. 1514. 1514. 1514. Ed Sullivan will take it. He said 1427. 1452. You're about 20 years off. Sixty-eight. Nineteen sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Now is nineteen seventy-two. Seventy-two for the point. Eighty-two. Oh, wow. eighty-two. He's a young man. Yeah, but terrible. The weed is aging him. And over to Barry Stein. I, by the way, I have four questions in one tiebreaker. Uh, to Barry Stein, American food pioneer Ray Kroc opened the first McDonald's franchise 
launching an enterprise that would eventually become the world's largest fast food chain in Indianapolis. Um, Ray Kroc opened the first McDonald's today, so we should all go to McDonald's after work. 1952. 52. Man, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> you can say that if you like. Yeah, I, I would 52. love to I'm say I'm going to say 1941. 41. A point for both years at 52. It's 55. A point for both years. So Ed gets a point. Barry gets a point. We have one question. Wow, left. Mr. J, you were within 20 years. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Barry has one point. Ed has three points. Mr. Jonathan has none. And it's and Dave is the goat. Yes. This is uh, back over to Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Last question, unless uh, Barry gets two points here. At age 40, Michael Jordan, widely regarded as the best oh, player Barry in the history of basketball, this. played his last game for the National Basketball Association. At the age of 40, he played his last game today. I have no idea. The last time Michael Jordan played. I don't even know which century to go with. Mm. Yeah, my least favorite sport. I don't know. 1998. 98. I got it written down. 98. 98. 99. 99. 99 will take the point, but not the win. It's 2003. 2003. See, you can now you understand my confusion over the century. It was Correct. on the cusp, right? The cusp. And uh, American journalist Walter Cronkite uh, became the anchor of CBS News, the most trusted man in America today. That would have been 1956. 62. Really, Jonathan. I would have got that one. Yeah, but would've. it doesn't count. You're still a loser. Okay, Abuelo, grandfather cigar. It's great. It's it's not your grandfather's <clears throat> All that time I put it down, it's still lit. <sighs> extra extra couple of points just for that. It's a great smoke that gets even better with age like grandparents. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to talk to Barry about uh, the ash holes. Tr- so, can we trade in a player? Can we trade a player? Mm. It's almost like the, the, the draft here right now. It's a possible thing. Right. It but... Was, well, you and I aren't really. It doesn't make any sense to trade us. Right. There's two others. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, well if I go to the Ashles, I don't want to constantly be spoken over. So, I'll take Dan. Over who? Aaron. Aaron was going to He talks over everybody. It would drive me crazy. I'd wind up punching him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it would make for a good show. Barry's a telephone tough guy. He doesn't talk like that in front of people. There's something, there's something here. There's huh. something here. I don't know what it is. Is it good? Is it bad? Oh, it'll you'll, be bad. You'll find out next week on the show. And next week, the boys from Roma Craft Cigars are going to join us live. Mike Rosales, Skip Martin from Roma Craft joins us live in studios. We launch a new cigar, the Volstead 1920. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.